0: I can't
1: listen suggest. to I hate them. Oh,
0: yeah? You hate them?
2: No. Uh, but I seem to feel better when they're not around.
3: Everybody, Oregon, doing cleaner. Welcome to the Groovathon. Good afternoon. I am Tony C. As always, joined live in the studio by my man, Los Georges. Yo, yo. The man of many talents over there. He handles production engineering. just my chat, ensuring that our groove is satiny smooth. Hope everybody had a good week out there. Hope you're having a good day. As always, every Groovathon centers around an attitude of gratitude. Mutual mahalo to everybody tuning in here in the United States. And around the world. And I'll tell you something, this week's show, absolutely big time gratitude. So much of this show is, uh, inspired by friends, suggested by friends, reminded me of friends. I'm the luckiest guy on the freaking planet. So lots and lots of shout outs to do. I had a great night last night, gonna be talking about the live show I went to last night. Also, there's tons of other stuff to get to, including, um, I don't know, the difference between being born gay. choosing to be a Catholic right? the good news is that uh, Hillary Clinton has finally come out saying that we need to close the gun show loophole, no shit honey, I'm going to talk about how we can actually make that work Um, I'm still not quite sure why we should trust China to not spy on us cyber wise yet we shouldn't trust Iran to not build another, I mean why should we trust one of these countries more than the other both of them are untrustworthy, yet for some reason, you know, n- computers seem less dangerous than nuclear weapons. Hey, in case you've forgotten something, they can use computers just to, to blow up the United States through our energy system, through our electrical grid, so don't get too uh, too happy about that. I'm not sure it's going to work out that way. Plus, I've got all kinds of groovy-ass tunes from Beck, The Go-Getter's My Life with Bill, Kill Cult, some fabulous comedy bits from Bill Burr. And a little bit of a uh, tribute to uh, a bass player that passed away just a couple of weeks ago, a gentleman named Wilton Felder. And if you don't know who he is, you know his music because this guy has been the bass player on some of the most sampled songs by various bands, including background songs I've played. On this show, Jan Jan last week. This week we're going to be doing Root Down, sampled by uh, the Beastie Boys. I'm going to be playing the original version of that. Wilton Felder played on that. I've got all kinds of stuff from him and the Crusaders. Obviously, this is all going to be surrounded by two hours of the finest, most diverse groove anywhere on the air. Just past 2 o'clock in the only Hollywood that matters anymore. And isn't it a beautiful day? First time... I have had a chance to crack open the sunroof. Last night on the way home from the show, I had the windows down, the sunroof open. I had the Rufus Thomas blaring. Okay, I was doing Itch and Scratch remixes. had that all blaring in the car. Absolutely perfect. I'll tell you something. Even though Joaquin has basically made South Carolina into a no-wake zone, okay, if that's what it takes for my weather to be okay, having lived in South Carolina... I'm okay with that,
4: right? Uh, I, I have no sympathy for the South Carolinians. Yeah, I having, having been there, having uh, I
3: lived there, and yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, these are the same people that wanted to make sure that when after uh, after the hurricane hit the Northeast, right. they wanted offsets yeah. for uh, government funds mm-hmm. before before the Northeast. Right. Well, let's see how they feel about that now. Mm-hmm. You know?
4: Hypocrites. You think? With all due respect to uh, Hilton Head Island. With, <laughs> With <laughs> all due no, respect no. to be able to go
3: down there just to yeah. play golf, you know. Yeah. In any event, just past 2 o'clock in the only Hollywood that matters, Hollywood, Florida. Just past 8 o'clock in Kau on the Big Island. Just past 7 o'clock at night, Lytham St. Anthony, that blessed plot. RCG handling my Eastern Block operations in Istanbul. Erdogan still able to get his groove on. They haven't outlawed groovy music there yet. Thank God. <laughs> Grooveteers, saddle up and stick around. It's the Groovathon on SoFlowRadio.com.
5: gun I do I really do I never had that feeling before till I moved out to Los Angeles This city just messes with your mind you know it's overpopulated technically doesn't have a water supply right the dollars crashing shit keeps you up at night you're just sick at night. what do we do when the zombies come right start reading up on shit get some powdered food Plant some zucchini. Get a windmill. Right? And that's all well and good. But if you don't know how to fight, all you're doing is gathering supplies for the toughest guy in the block. Right? thinking about that. What am I going to do? Some dude turns me upside down, starts shaking the gold coins out of my pockets. I got to get a gun. So I'm on the road, right? I'm in Reno. Great gun town. So I go down to that little gun store, right? Come walking, in, there's some redneck there. I'm like, hey, man, I, I want to get a gun. He's like, I hear you. What you looking for? What you want? Mossberg, over under, 357 Magnum, right? Starts rattling off all this gibberish, right? I don't know shit. I'm trying to play it off. I feel like a bitch because I don't know anything about guns. So I was like, what do I do here? Ah, hell, well, I go, I'm going to go with honesty. I go, look, dude, I don't know anything about guns. They terrify me but I'm worried about the zombies. All right? Dude's just like, you need a shotgun. You need a shotgun, man. It's got a good spread. It's easy to load. Doesn't have a lot of working parts. Got a good spread. He kept saying that. It's got a good spread. I'm like, what does that mean? He goes, well, that means you ain't got to be that accurate. It's got a good spread. further away you are, the more shit you hit got a good spread. In fact, you got a problem over here, you ain't even got to look. You just turn, wow, that's it. You ain't got a problem over here anymore. Anything that was even remotely a problem ain't there anymore. Trust me. And then these people here, they saw what you just did here. You ain't got a problem here either. Feel me? 90 degrees, take care of right there. One shot. These people get smart, flip it over. Wow, that's it. He's got a good spread. <laughs> So I'm like laughing my ass off I'm like, dude, look, I just want to shoot the guy I don't have to do a bunch of drywall work, you know (laughs) Reframe my diploma Get my parakeet another friend, you know I just want to shoot the guy So I'm like, you know, how about about one of these pistols? So he does like that classic, like that redneck trailing off thing Like, ah, you want a pistol? Go ahead and get a pistol (laughs) Well, I know, I've just been here 20 years Get a shiny one, right? So I was like, what's wrong with getting a pistol? He goes, I'll tell you why, buddy. Because life, life ain't a movie. You feel me? I'm like, no. Can you please stop speaking in these backwards riddles? Can you just say what you're saying? I told you I don't know shit about guns. Come on, do me solid here. He goes, well, look, you ever watch a movie? Guy goes, blah, blah, blah. He, He kills three people. Real life, man, you miss. You miss all the fucking time. You miss enough times, man, you might as well, you're empty. Might as well just be standing there with a the big stapler in your hand. <laughs> then what you going to do? I was like, "Well, fuck it, let's get the shotgun I'm
2: <laughs> C6. <laughs> Later around a ship of noise, I got my maps all backwards and my instincts poisoned And in a truth blown. Got a full of wasted years, light blown out. Speakers ringing my ears. I was nauseous, oh, nauseous. Oh, never gone. It's nauseous, oh, nausea. Nine o'clock in a blackout room. I push the shopping cart over in an Aztec one with my many and fingers working for some god who could see his own reflection in a bargain.
3: Yeah, Breakister doing a song called Low Down Stank. Now, any song called Low Down Stank, I'm going to listen to for at least a little while, just to give it a shot. Listen to that. Breakister's got some pretty interesting stuff out there. That's from their uh, 2009 CD, Dusk Till Dawn Before That Beck, Nausea, which ends all of a sudden in a place it's not supposed to. You wouldn't think, you know, you, you just don't write it like that. But then again, it's Beck, and I thought it was a mistake. So I listened to the version of it from the album, the version of it from The Greatest Hits, and the version of it from the 45, and they all are exactly the same. There is no difference. They all end exactly the same. So that's back for you. Before that, Bill Burr, talking about guns. Yeah. Talking about guns. Got a good spread. Yeah. It's important. It's got a good spread. Some funny stuff. I got more stuff coming up from him that's just as funny. And kicking it off, a band called the Flaming Sideburns. That is a song called Street Survivor. It's from uh, an album that was originally called Hallelujah for Rock and Roll. And that was when it was released. These guys are from Finland. Okay. And Except for the lead singer, who is from Argentina. And so they released it in the United States, and it was just called Save Rock and Roll. Um, the album is fantastic stuff. It's straight up. And it gives me an opportunity to say hello to my friend Vera from Finland and my friend Andrea Haldé from Argentina. So I get shout-outs from my New York friends and screaming rock and roll from a band called The Flaming Sideburns. Now, you know, that's all you really need to get your day started. I had, well, last night, I, uh, I was lucky enough to be invited to go see... Uh, Jake Clemens, uh, who is Clarence Clemens' nephew and a musician in his own right and is now the regular saxophone player for Bruce Springsteen uh, on his tours. He's been on the last two tours, the 2012 and 2014 tour. And I wanted to give a very big, special mucho, mucho mahalo to Steve Weiss, who was kind enough to open up his house. Um, Put on a great spread. The acoustics were fabulous. You could see and hear it perfectly. And you got to see a guy who has played on every major stage in the entire world at this point. Sit down with a guitar and a piano and a saxophone and literally just play music for about 30, 40, 50 people. All Major League Bruce Springsteen fans. And I like Bruce, you know, but... I can't go to 100 concerts for anybody. I just can't do it. It's not in me. You know, I think I've seen Steve Morse maybe 10 times in various incarnations. That, I think's is the, the highest number I've got. But it was a lot of fun. Also, big shout-out to uh, an old friend of mine, Heidi, for hooking me up with Steve. So now I've got new friends that I have met through this, and I got to hear some great new music. Very intimate setting. And it's nice. You know, a guy comes in, tells you where he's coming from, how the song originated, you know, he tells you the story behind it. And it was very personal. He took questions. He couldn't have been any more hospitable. And uh, you know, it was just a really cool evening overall. And it's one of those little things. Every once in a while, they pop up. And it's like that little, you know, that little cool little thing that takes place during the week. You know, a couple awesome. hours where you get to do something that normally you don't get to do, which is See a genuine, you know, the the real McCoy in somebody's living room playing an acoustic guitar, you know, for a bunch of people who were also very appreciative. So that was uh, a lot of fun. And I am, um, you know, I've said it before and I'll say it again, I'm the luckiest guy on the freaking planet because my friends um, are, you know, the coolest people in the world and also have phenomenal taste in music. Absolutely. You know, I don't have to worry about putting together a show because if on Sunday... I don't have a single song picked out. I can just go onto Facebook and start picking out the tracks that my friends have posted. And I could do an entire show out of that. And 75% of it would be like, yeah, dude. Then there's the 25% that's going to be like, really? Uh, Really? But still, you know. So I've got a bunch of stuff this week um, that was either suggested or posted. Actually, I've got two songs coming up that were posted by friends of mine. And I heard them. I'd never heard of the the, the Jerry Reed, Chet Atkins I knew about. But I didn't know it was out there until my friend Dave posted Mm -hmm. it. And I found a version of Jimi Hendrix doing uh, Jimi Hendrix's song, Fire, done by a band um, called Project Grand Slam. They're out of New York. It's more of a jazzy. It's a jazz funk rendition of it. Mm -hmm. And my friend, Joe who was a drummer, um, posted that and said, you know, this is really funky stuff. And I couldn't have agreed with him more. So much so, I'm going to be playing it. So thanks to all of my friends out there who have terrific taste in music, you know, because it saves me a great deal of time and effort. Um, Some of the things I was thinking about today, uh, one of the things that caught my eye this morning, apparently... An Amtrak train derailed in Vermont, and I'm assuming this is the train that was, when I was growing up, known as the Montrealer. It goes from uh, Penn Station up to Montreal. And when I was younger, this is the train we used to take to go to uh, go skiing up in Vermont. We'd all take it up to uh, Burlington and then get off there and go to Stowe or Sugarbush or Sugarbush North, or you know, depending on where we we're skiing. So hopefully that's okay because. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but better a train crashes with people on it than chemicals on it. That's, yeah, I'm yeah. just saying that. I'm throwing mm. it out there. It doesn't look initially like it is a catastrophe where dozens of people are dead. It looks like there's a bunch of people. I mean, if you're on a train and it gets derailed, people are going to get hurt. Okay, but uh, you know what? You know what didn't happen? They weren't shot randomly. Yeah, because I'd rather die in a train wreck than uh, yeah, than because by the train actually is doing something that potentially benefits me. The jackwad with the gun does not. It reminds me, the name of my new band is going to be called Armed to the Teeth. There you go. So we've been discussing bands. Mm-hmm. What's the, give, give them the name of the band. You have to say it. Oh, oh! Uh, <laughs> the, 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 the 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 metal. The oh,
4: the metal. the Bronte sisters. The Bronte sisters. That is going to be George's <laughs> new
3: heavy metal. That's right. Thrash rock band. The that's Bronte right. sisters. I think that's, that's right. the funniest shit I've dark, heard all week.
4: Dark death metal. I've you know, literally been laughing metal.
3: about. It. Die motherfucker! Die motherfucker! Die. <laughs> Except, I think that what what you need is you need to do it in like that Bill Murray cabaret style, it's like die motherfucker die. Well, I think
4: they should wear dresses. Sure. You know, I've killed
3: your father, and now face- he and- is dead. Yeah, and face tattoos, sure. Like, yeah, things I that want go to together. Shout, hey, I'm gonna shout well, at the you know, devil. Richard
4: Cheese made a living doing, <laughs> yeah, you know, all doing all the guy. heavy metal stuff. Lots yeah. of
3: velvet, you yeah. know, that scene from uh, Blues Brothers. Yeah, you saw those the uh, the keyboards, you know, with the yeah. with the shag, the red shag yeah, yeah. carpeting on the keyboard. Right. <laughs> 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 oh, Something like that. I also wrote. I'm thinking of the notes that I wrote down here. I wrote down Bernie versus Trump, grassroots versus turf, not paid versus paid. Don't know why I wrote that down, but I did. Throw it out. It makes have sense to me. Have yourself a freaking nice day over here. Um, later on, I'm going to be talking about Wilton Felder in the background. Right now, why don't you turn that up just a tad? Okay, this is live from 1972. This is Jimmy Smith doing "Root Down," and uh, "Root Down" was, of course, sampled by the Beastie Boys. Anybody, if you're a fan of this show, you're a fan of the Beastie Boys. Yes, they go hand in. I don't hand. want to know you. No, no, yeah. So, this is the live 1972 original version of it, and uh, Wilton Felder is playing bass on this, and he's also the bass player from the Crusaders. He was the bass player playing for Grant Green on the background music I played last week, which was the cover of Jan Jan, the Fabulous Counts, did the original version of that, and then it's been turned into a jazz song, uh, because the original version isn't that good, but all the jazz versions are great. Kind of a weird thing, but I've heard like four different versions. He plays on the version that I had in the background there from Grant Green. This guy's, you know, lineup of people he's played with is quite stunning. And the remarkable thing is when he was in the Crusaders, he not only was the bass player, he was the saxophone player as well. In studio, he did both instruments. Phenomenal. Phenomenally. This is a guy who played alongside Joe Sample. I've got a track with uh, from one of their really early albums, I think Southern Comfort, that's got Joe Sample... Uh, Wilton Felder and Larry Carlton on guitar. He had just joined the band. So if you want smooth, cool jazz musicianship at its finest, I think I got a track for you later on. Also going to be talking about, um, well, you know what? We're going to talk about this Polish priest and this whole Kim thing. <laughs> yeah. We're going to yeah. get into that later because myself and George are absolutely on the same page on this one. We stand shoulder-to-shoulder shoulder with what we were yeah, talking yeah. about earlier. Yeah, So we're going to get to that, but you know what? In keeping with 5776's commitment to more Groove, less Yak, we're going to get to it. I have got a set picked out here with, you know, a whole bunch of interesting stuff. I listen to a lot of um, Eric B. and Rakim, as always. Uh, a week without Eric B. and Rakim is a week without Sunshine. Okay, I'm just saying it. You want You want your hip-hop done right? Go to the source, you know? So I picked out some stuff from them. Uh, what else we got in here? A little Steely Dan. We've got some My Life with Thrill Kill Cult. And yeah, I've got a song by a band called Dyke and the Blazers from 1969. That is uh, soul funk purity. You know, the the essence of soul funk purity. But we're going to kick it off right now with the best bottom-heavy New York-based rap-hip-hop duo, in my opinion, ever. Eric B. and Rakim doing Know the Ledge from Don't Sweat the Technique on The Groovadon on SoflowRadio.com Sip the juice. I got
6: enough to go around. Takes place uptown. I grew up on a sidewalk while on street talking. They talk to New York. I go to Queens for Queens to get the food from Brooklyn. They've in Manhattan and never been took it. Go uptown to the bunk, and boogie down go strong on the island of the cool lay around. Time to build my juice back up. Pop back up. Suckers get smacked up, don't doubt the clout. They know what I'm about. Knocking niggas off, knocking niggas out, shaking them up, waking them up, breaking them, them, them up, waking them up, standing on shaky ground. Let's see if I know the ledge Corners, trifling, shorties shorty's here I get cock deal before these 40's to bear Here's a sip with a cool ass disease If I get revenge, then it rest in peace if Somebody got to suffer, I just might spare one And give a brother a fair one Stay alert, on will And I do work with these, like Hercules the South Force, flip to right draw. Cause I don't like all I'm hyper Smooth, but I move like an army. Pull up you down, case, brothers trying to follow me. Putting brothers the rest like Elliot Ness. Cause I don't like stress. Streets ain't a place for anything, just to stand. Never gonna stop the plan. I'll chill like Lucino, kill like the middle. Black and Vino die like a hero. Living on shaky grounds, too close to the edge. Let's see if I know the legs. Every around on the battleground, everybody's a clown. Go out town. Try to put shame in my game to make a name. I'ma put it on a bullet, put it in your brain. Rip the block like a buckshot. Who cares where it goes? Just keep the cash closed. No remorse when the life is lost. I paid my dues, paid the cause. And my pocket is still back. Whatever I'm at. I took the wealth for You'll never cool a steep one beef. high track attention, people like the feet. So come stay high to the bad guy. Don't say goodbye. I don't plan to die. Cause I get loose and crazy juice. in control of many, like higher. Told them to many. Hang out with people west. Don't try to play. me. I'm at war a lot. I don't want to die, but no one to shot. My gun a lot. When I could be, the smoke will never clear. Areas in fear, I just this some severe. Living life too full to the edge, hoping that I know the last. Brand new no morn, no time to yawn. Showers on, powers on, late for school, I catch the train, girls set the style and whisper my name. I push up like an exercise. Check the intellect and like the vibe Select the best one. Pull it to the side, keep it occupied for the rest of the vibe. Read up my resumé, she know, I already cool. Just meet me after school with the moon and groan until your mom come home. And you'll be calling me out, dope, Capone sweat me. She didn't wanna let me look, come get me. As if you wanna sip the juice, custom juice. Me. So I take my gun off safety. Cause a lot of niggas hate me coming out of the building. They set me up, sprayed with automatics, they wet me up. In front of the puddle with blood, I lay close to the edge. I guess I didn't know the ledge.
5: know, when you, when you talk about getting a gun, you know, people like they either totally for it or completely against it, you know, they either go nuts and start screaming, right, or they start throwing out those stats, you know, actually, you, you increase your chances of getting shot by 80% the second you get a gun in the house, really, what, because I'm going to load it and shower with it, like, ah, ah. the fuck, I know it's dangerous, you get a pool in your backyard, you immediately increase your odds of drowning in your backyard, right? You couldn't do that before, now you step on a rake, and you go. No, I'm telling you, I don't buy any of that shit. Stats are so fucking stupid, you know? Not that they're stupid, it's the way people apply them. You already have your mind made up, and then you go to I'mRight.com, you start memorizing a bunch of shit, and then you just, rah, just throw it up at people. This guy tried to get me to go scuba diving. I go, I'm not going, I don't want to get eaten by a shark. He's like, well, actually, 90% of shark attacks actually happen in shallow water. It's like, no shit, it's where the people are. <laughs> now, it's called the beach. 90% of people are frolicking along the coastline like there's people swimming to Europe let's go to Iceland you pussies
3: 32k fucking me up royally. <laughs> you know, I go through the entire file. I'll mention that later. Every when we fix it, it's not going to. We're going to be yeah. That song, if you're listening to it live, didn't sound good. But for most of the people who are going to download the show, I'm going home and I'm finding a better version of it. Why? Because it's a it's a good song. That's a groovy ass tune right there. Dyke and the Blazers from 1969 doing "Let a Woman Be a Woman." Uh, before that. What else did I have? My Life with Thrill Kill Cult, a uh, continental touch. That is from originally from Sexplosion. Uh, that particular version, I believe, is from their remix album. My Life with Thrill Kill Cult has tons and tons of really cool stuff like that. For that, Bill Burr talking about statistics, which, you know, he got it right. I took advanced probability of statistics when I was in college, and I had a professor who said that statistics, I, I was told that, Statistics are like a lady's skirt They show you some of the facts but not all of them. I was okay. then told by an English professor that an essay should be like a lady's skirt long enough to cover the subject but short enough to be interesting okay so <laughs> ladies skirts and, an analogy for and, everything. and college you know I don't know it was all there before that Steely Dan doing green earrings that's from the Royals game in 1972 I um, am a massive. Steely Dan fan the two solos in that done by Denny Diaz and Elliot Randall but i was reading some stuff there's there's an interesting article out there which says why all steely dan fans are assholes okay <laughs> but there's a great quote and uh, from Donald Fagan who had um, you know i remember the when i finally got to see steely dan for the first time it was in arizona it was in the early 90s they hadn't toured as a band doing steely dan songs In 15 years 20 years or something It was their first tour back But now They've been touring And touring And touring And touring They play every year now They they just played With Elvis Costello And the Quote uh, Donald Fagan Likes to make fun Of of the aging hippies Who attend Steely Dan concerts And he wrote that Tonight The crowd looks so geriatric I was tempted to start Calling out bingo numbers By the end of the (laughs) set They were all on their feet Albeit shakily Rocking, this is it. Now what I do, assisted living. <laughs> 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 so I thought that was an interesting quote from uh, from Donald Fagan, a great songwriter. You know, I'm I'm a Steely Dan. I've memorized every tune they've ever written, the live stuff, the studio stuff. I know all the the. Stuff that comes in between that. And I know about their uh, original band that had Chevy Chase as their drummer. Really? Who also attended Bard College. The uh, The original name of the band was The Leather Canary, which I did not know until I looked it up a couple of days ago. I was unaware of that. But uh, all the other stuff I knew, I knew that Chevy Chase had been a band kicking it off. The The duo. The the hip-hop kings of kings. Eric B. and Rakim doing... I Know the Legend. That actually, uh, it's from the album Don't Sweat the Technique, but it's in the film Juice, which is actually a good film. If you've never seen it, it's a pretty cool little, it's a cool film. It's about some kid who's a runner for drug dealers and how his sister... It's it's worth watching. If it shows up on TV, it's it's a film that's absolutely worth watching. The fact that the music in it is terrific is fine in and of itself. If you just want to... Turn on the soundtrack and just listen to music. That'll do. But the movie's pretty freaking good. So, what happened this week? Well, a Polish priest decided to.
4: This is like the beginning of
3: a joke, right? Nip. There is no you joke the one about the Polish priest. Yeah, yeah. I did. I heard one about the Polish. <laughs> you heard one about the gay Polish priest? Well, you're about to. I should get the, the guy admits drink. that he's comes out saying he's gay and also says that he's got a partner. Yeah. And says that he and is immediately cast out of the Catholic Church, and now, and uh, you know and the minute that happened, you know it's this it's the minute after that when the expected happens. All of my gay friends hop on the meme-a-thon train, right? You know, whoop, whoop. I don't want to. I I got to be on that train if it leaves the station, and I haven't stated my objection to my initial reaction to something I really don't know too much about yet, okay, then I gotta get on that train. Here's what I have to say. Being gay is not a choice. You're right. born gay. Yeah. You're born lesbian. You're born whatever the other groups are that fit in there. You're born that way. Catholicism is a choice. Yeah. Okay. If you don't like the way the Catholic Church is treating you and you're gay Get a new fucking church. Or better yet, get none at all. Live your life, you know, through spirituality. Don't do good works because the good book says so. Do good works because your soul says so. That's the I only way need, to be. Yeah. How about that? I don't, you know, I'm, I'll am get into the guns thing in a minute. Yeah, but The, the classic quote from one of the gun people is the, the Plato, the, you know, good people don't need laws. To tell them to behave properly, and bad people always find a way around the law. Hey, mm-hmm. you know what I have to say to people using that for the gun analogy? Shut the fuck up. And furthermore, 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 mm-hmm. of, of almost as equal importance, shut the fuck up. All right? There you go. All right? You want to start... I love the way gun advocates draw all of their statements from, from that were made hundreds of years ago, okay, when the only thing you have to worry about was a musket, Okay, not a gun that can fire 100 rounds a second. Yeah. Okay. You want to talk about a good spread? Try an no, Uzi. No.
4: There's a spread. A, a, that's a great spread. Yeah, but, a, uh, well, I'm, an, I'm a gun advocate, and I don't, uh, I don't do that. I don't take my comments from 100 years ago. I'll give you a recent one. Why do I want to own a gun? Because fuck you, that's why. Yeah. Because I deserve one, because I feel entitled to one,
3: because... Uh, and you're, are you allowed uh, because, to have Are you legally allowed to have one? Absolutely, I am. Did you pass a background check? No. No. Okay. Well, we'll get into that another time. My way to solve the gun problem. But
4: I agree, by the way, and so do most gun owners, that one ought to oh, yeah. have a background check. Most gun owners, like 80%, it's a crazy 85%. Oh, 80%
3: of NRA they, yeah. members.
4: Absolutely. And and the, and by the way, that's all that anyone is advocating, because here's what it is. You've got two groups arguing, responding to a point the other side didn't make. All right. All right all right they're 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 arguing like this, n- neither one of them addressing the point of the other party. No one is suggesting that guns be made illegal and and that the government is going to be going door to door confiscating guns. absolutely no one is suggesting that they're only suggesting that that before a a business or a dealership. Sell a gun? That there ought to be criteria, same as there is for any other dangerous thing, right, you know, like what? dynamite you know, or vehicles. You have to
3: have, you know, it's like the only thing you, the only thing you really need an ID for at this point. Okay, yeah. is voting,
4: <clears throat> right?
3: Everything else you can do without a fucking ID. Well, drive
4: it. a car. You can drive because the- it's dangerous. The reason that we make people take a course. All right and pass the, the test. The only reason cars are there is an third dangerous. amendment about
3: every every American but has the right to own a car. They weren't invented. Then. They
4: they weren't invented. Oh, then. you know
3: what else wasn't invented when the second amendment was written? Electricity. Sure. How about local constabularies, police forces?
4: But you know, back to that because that's not the only gar- garment. But the founding the founding fathers envisioned a. A citizenry that was armed and dangerous. More dangerous. They envisioned a, a government afraid of the citizens, not citizens afraid of the government.
3: Absolutely. And you yeah. know what? That sounds great, and it was great back then, and to right. a certain degree, it's great yeah. now. You know what else they didn't envision? Cars, police right. officers, electricity, sure. computers. Certainly. I'm sorry, but if your vision from 200 years ago doesn't fit the reality of today then i don't give a fuck what you the, like to the say constitution other than on some sort of esoterical level
4: the constitution was made to be malleable that's why we have amendments that's why we have the bill of rights and and, and things like that that's why we can modify the constitution Absolutely. it was created to be modified this is
3: my problem this is my problem when when i bring up the fact that the the muslim religion you know uh, my problem with them is that they have ninth century mentality and hatred with 21st century weapons. And, you know, they're the only ones being terrorists. And people go, well, you know, you seem to forget about well, what they're, Christianity they're, they're did. They're not.
4: They're not the only ones being terrorists. They're not. But I, They're the only ones being labeled as terrorists. Labeled you, got, as terrorists. you got Basques. You've, you've got, got Native okay. Americans. You've got people bombing all over all the world. All over the place.
3: Yeah. The, the point, you're, you're right. You're yeah. absolutely right. And I stand corrected on that one. Right. I think the point I'm trying to make is that when people say... When I point out that terrorism, religious terrorism these days, comes primarily from in, in, from a statistical point of view, I think, via, it's certainly the big shit, the, via Muslims. And what, what ends up happening, so, you know, you guys seem to forget about all those years of the Crusades. I, no, I don't. I don't forget about them. What I remember is that they were terrible. We learned from them, and now we don't do that shit anymore, and you still do. And I got right. a problem with that.
1: Uh, you, and I got the- a
3: problem with guns <laughs> mm-hmm. the same way. Because 250 years ago, you didn't have to worry about Joe Blow, armed literally with, to the teeth, being able to make it across your border like that. It took weeks for people to get over you with their muskets and cannons. Yeah. But now you can kill indiscriminately. And I'll tell you something. Hillary Clinton came out and said she's for uh, vigorous background checks and she wants to close the gun show loophole. Here, I'm going to solve... Fine, Mm -hmm. I, I, right now, I'm going to solve inner-city gun violence problems. You ready? All right, ready. Here it is. You need vigorous, 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 vigorous Mm -hmm. enforcement, okay, of the laws against straw purchasers. Start busting the people... That are buying the guns to make a profit. So they're you know, everybody's like, Chicago's got the toughest gun laws in the place and the most gun violence. Yeah, but that's not where the guns are being originally purchased. That's not where they're being manufactured. They're being purchased someplace else. This was the thing this is the problem I had with Fast and Furious. Everybody wants to scream and yell and ran rave about how fast and furious and it's got out of hand and that the guns that we let get through because we wanted to track them mm-hmm. okay one of them ended up killing a border mm-hmm. you know officer now before Fast and Furious we had the Bush uh, operation the exact same thing called Wide Receiver except yeah. they seem to have run it better which is to say none of the guns they let get through killed an American right okay, still Here's still that thing, we know of that we know of here's the thing why doesn't anybody ask this question why would we need such an operation in the first place
4: Yeah, and how much is it costing me, the taxpayer?
3: Oh yeah, you know, because I'm a fiscal conservative. Yeah, just so you know, if you're a gun rights advocate, okay, what you are is the gun manufacturers' bitch. Let's just get that straight. You like guns, terrific. But Mm -hmm. if you're going to stand there and say I don't want to change any of the laws, no, okay, then we don't need to modify anything. Then all you are is Smith and Wesson's. Ho, you are taking your stroll. You are on the fucking stroll right now being pimped out by the NRA at the behest of their master gun manufacturers. You, You're their bitch. Live with it. Bend over. Take a Ruger where it belongs and preferably pull the trigger. That's called the... uh what do they call that from uh, things to do in Denver when you're dead?
4: Oh, man. Buckwheats. Buckwheats. <laughs> it's
3: called being buckwheats. You shoot somebody up the ass, b-bang! They don't just die so much as contort for 20 minutes until they die. That's what these people need. Buckwheats.
4: Okay, then. You, know, you, you need a license to cut hair. You, yeah. And do you know why?
3: Because you're <laughs> using scissors and, and chemicals you might hurt or- somebody.
4: Yes! You might poke somebody with a sharp instrument. So uh, I, I would like uniform standards for 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 all of it if you if you're going to be trusted with a dangerous thing like a car or, or a, a gun or a vote or, vo- <laughs> or, or a the vote animal, the you, vote is more you, dangerous right. than
3: the gun for these people why right. because if they allow everybody to vote then the people that are screaming the loudest about how dangerous it is their you people know, won't get into power anymore
4: because my cuz I'm a uniform standard guy I'm pro freedom freedom to live my life Freedom to uh, you know own a gun, smoke a, a this or that. Uh, freedom to have an abortion, should I want to? You know that's the Fourth Amendment. If, I, if something's going on inside my body, it's nobody's business but me and my doctor. Freedom, freedom, freedom. Right, all right? illegal, that's, you know, that's against the marriage,
3: church, and, seizures, and all and, of those. And things.
4: even things, if we're going to pe- say as a society that if you're going to own a dangerous thing or engage in a dangerous activity, you need a license.
3: I've have said this before. If you're a gun, if you're a gun owner, a legal gun yeah. owner. Mm-hmm. And you're one of those people that's into guns. And you want to go out and buy yourself a fifty caliber. Yeah. Crit- no problem. But it should be the same thing as if you've got a regular driver's license but you now want to learn how to drive you want to drive an eighteen wheeler, right. you've no. got to get a new license, you've got to pass a test, you've got to prove that you can use this thing that you're not a crazy right that you're not
4: criminals and crazy ought not be this allowed to buy guns. Oregon,
3: 14 guns right. and some guy had turned him away. Sure. Okay, whatever happened to see something, say something then. This is yeah. the problem that we have with guns now is that all the gun rights advocates seem to think that the they're very much closing the barn door every single time after the horse not only is out, but is like three counties away at this point. They don't care. They don't care. What they care about is their own guns. And they're so afraid of these people that they feel the own need to be armed to the teeth. it's it, I, I read somewhere, somebody said, you know, when a five-year-old throws a rock in kindergarten at another kid we don't then just go out and give all the other kids rocks nor, nor do we try to make rocks illegal it's, <laughs> fine right sure we I'm for both of those we, things we
4: address the situation though we, we do address the situation right right. right
3: except hold on wait this is America we don't because our legislators are a wholly owned subsidiary of the NRA big pharma wall street the- big oil coal They don't care. Your your rock
4: analogy? Tim McVeigh blew up that building with motor oil and fertilizer. Yeah. Nobody's trying to make motor oil and fertilizer Fertilizer illegal. illegal,
3: You know, know, George, uh, Jeb Bush made this statement about not wanting to do things with guns. You know, you don't, when he said stuff happens, that was his line this week, stuff happens. Mm. And then, you know, he goes, we don't want to take, you know, a knee jerk reaction. It's exactly what he did. It's exactly what he did, right. except he did it with swimming pools, which yeah. is what the guy was talking right. about. The right. minute there was an accident, all of a sudden the law stated uh, that if you, you, know, gonna gonna you have had to put fence a, thing, and the a d- fence yeah, around yeah, your pool, yeah. he did it with that, but not with guns. Right. Why? The right. swimming pools aren't in the fucking, you know, Bill right. of Rights. Yeah. Right. What the fuck? It's hypocrisy. It's hypocrisy of the highest order, and it's killing people. So, please, guys, click. gun show loophole and, the other, and straw purchasers. Prosecute them. Start putting those people. Give them serious time. Give them two and three years. Okay. You know what was the other one I read? Let me see if I've got this straight. The person who makes a cake for a gay couple's wedding. Okay. they're... You know they they can back out of that because the cake is somehow part parcel of wedding. What's- but the manufacturer of a gun doesn't have to worry about that being part parcel of a killing. Right. I'm
4: glad you understand.
3: That's it. <laughs> We're going to get back to the groove. And I'll tell you what. I put together a set. Um, as I've said before, I'm the luckiest guy in the world. i got friends of mine who just have the coolest taste in music. And I found a bunch of stuff in here. Um, the first song is by Los Straight Jackets. And one of the things that I've been kind of warming to, I've, I'm a traditionalist. I like to eat the way it's supposed to be. and everything, blah, blah, blah. But I've started to get into different versions of songs. And I've got Smells Like Teen Spirit done by Lost Strait Jackets, Mm -hmm. which is great. I've got Brand New Cadillac, Okay, a song that's been done by everyone. My baby drove Mm -hmm. up in a brand new Cadillac. That's by the Go-Getters. And um, they're from Sweden. And trust me, when you hear this, you're going to think they're from Nashville. They sound like they're from Nashville, not Oslo. Or Stockholm, or whatever's in Sweden these days. One of those countries, those three little things up there, Mm -hmm. they got the Finland, Sweden, Norway. Norway. Yeah. Yeah. They're all, I'm sorry, Vera. I'm lumping them all together. I know you're finished. And that's why I played, you know, that sort of the Flaming Sideburns first. Okay? You got yours in first. But I've got to say, you have a bunch of stuff done by other people, songs that, you know, interesting duets and whatnot, and a little more comedy. We're going to kick it off with Lost Jacket Smells Like Teen Spirit from 2009 on the Groovathon on SoFloRadio.com.
1: The favorite
2: babe, won't you listen to me? Come on, shit, come on, and hit my brain.
1: Sit down, sit I wanna be.
2: Baby Joe, my friend's a brand new guy like that. Well, she turned around and said to me, I ain't never coming back.
5: I actually, I actually like Los Angeles one of the few east coast people that likes it all my moron New York friends and Boston friends they come out there try to get a good slice of pizza at four in the morning they can't this fucking place sucks it's not like exactly where I left what's the point of traveling if it's gonna be different It's so fucking stupid get a burrito and go on a hike what's wrong with you You're going to go to Hawaii? There's no pond hockey. This place sucks.
0: Day. we're a nice machine
1: Night nightclubbing. night clubbing We walk
2: like a ghost We learn dances, brand new dances Like a nuclear bomb
0: Oh, baby. Okay.
3: shout out to Joe Zepp for turning me on that little ditty right there. Project Grand Slam doing Jimi Hendrix's Fire. That is their newest release. That's a band out of the tri-state area, as we like to call it, New York City. Before that, yeah, I couldn't help myself. There are just some songs I run across and they remind me of things. This was Grace Jones and Iggy Pop from a French television show called La Musicale. And it's uh, not even the full version of Grace Jones doing nightclubbing and I, when I, I came across that song, because I wanted to play some Grace Jones, and I had this massive oh. file, folder, folder, folder. And I caught you, you were right there. <laughs> yeah. you were right on the microphone, <laughs> I got you. I have this, you know, I, I have like most of what Grace Jones has recorded. And um, I'm, uh, looks like I'm hopefully going to New York in about a week and a half. One of the things I'm looking forward to is being able to see um, a friend of mine named Tammy Faye Starlight, who does these cabaret shows. And she does the when I saw the saw her at Joe's pub, this about a year and a half ago, she was doing Tammy Winnett. And immediately I liked both Tammies. Okay? I really didn't know. She's also done one on Nico. And now she is doing a show every Thursday in New York at a place called Pangia. And it's all uh, Marianne Faithful. And it wow. is getting, yes, wow is the word. And not just wow because it's Marianne Faithful. It's wow because it's Tammy Faye Starlight doing Marianne Faithful. This chick puts on a show. She is funny, talented. Musically, she's fantastic. And bonus package for me, when I saw her doing the Tammy Wynette, um, uh, Lenny Kay from the guitar player for Patti Smith, was sitting in with her band doing steel guitar. So it's not just me to thinks she's good. These are the people, you know, if Lenny K says you're good, you're good. That's kind of where I shake out on this. You yeah. know, I heard a quote somewhere. Somebody said, if it wasn't for Lenny K., Patty Smith would still be selling shoes in, in, in New Jersey. I don't know about that. Still, if Lenny K. says you're good, you're good. And I saw Tammy Faye Starlight doing this, so I'm kind of looking forward to doing that. But if you're in New York, Thursdays, Pangaea, which is on 2nd Avenue, I believe, between 11th and 12th Streets, cabaret show, the music of Marianne, Faithful. It's absolutely something you want to go to. Before that, just a touch more. Just a little bit more of the Bill Burr. I had to throw that in. What, they got no bond pond hockey in Hawaii? I love that. <Socks. laughs> I know. The minute I heard that, I was like, yep, got to play that. Uh, what do we have before that? You know what? We had the Go-Getters doing brand new Cadillac. That's from their album, Motormouth. Those guys are from Sweden. The original version of that is uh, from God. 1950-something, uh, Vince Taylor, somebody like that. I have, I swear to God, I did a search thing in my computer. I have six versions of brand-new Cadillac, okay? Two of them by Brian Setzer, which kick ass, I might add. But these guys had an interesting, you know, version of it. I kind of like the beginning of it. They had a bit of the Peter Gunn thrown in. During your slow section. So, you know, and they're from Sweden and they sound like they're from Nashville. I've been saying it for weeks now. There's a ton of bands coming out of Europe that really are getting it right. And, you know, I couldn't be happier than to play them and hopefully expose the groove tears out there, you know, to some bands that you know, you, you think about a a band doing funk soul groove in the style of James Brown of the meters, you don't think about them coming out of Hamburg. You don't think no. about you don't think about really good rockabilly coming out of Oslo. You, you just no. don't. It's not a it's not exactly a hotbed of rockabilly <laughs> music. All right? And uh what do we have kicking off the set? What did I do Lost Straight Jackets? They are out of Nashville as it turns out. So that that if that works out, well Doing smells like teen spirit. That's from uh, a 7 inch they release. It's actually not on an album. They did it kind of as a standalone 7 inch uh, 45, if anybody remembers those puppies. That's right. We had to get the little thing that went in the middle. Yeah, baby. Right, that's from 2009. Los Straight Jackets. So, time for me to take care of the people to take care of moi. You know who that is. That is Precision Auto Works, Pompano Beach, Florida. Nine five four two four seven nine three six two Bumper to bumper coverage. As I've said before, I'll say it again and again. It is the place where people who love their cards take their cards. Absolutely Groovathon approved. Okay, mention the Groovathon. Dave Tracy, the SAE certified crew there. He's now got that second lift in there. Saw the coolest video where he's got like a 56 or 7 Bel Air, but he's got it on this big thing where he can wrote just the, the body of it can be rotated, so you don't have to actually slide underneath the car. The bottom of the car is facing up, so you can get, you can, you know, make it solid again. In any event, I have got a set picked out that is going to redline your ass, okay? Kicking it off, I got a note from uh, an old friend of mine, Dave Ellison. He's the bass player for Megadeth. I met him originally in Arizona when they had uh, rebuilt their studio. They, they brought the whole thing out from... From Los Angeles and to record *Euthanasia*, and um, then they went on tour for that. And uh, I'm not the hugest Megadeth fan out there. Dave's a great guy. We play golf. I like Dave personally. Okay, Megadeth can get a bit Megadethy for me. You know, this yeah. stuff though. But this is like their first studio album. They're back in the studio. They're also once again in Nashville, recording in Nashville. They're about to kick off a world tour, and when I say world tour, I mean world tour. Japan, Europe, Australia, they're literally hitting the hinterlands. And if I'm lucky, he he dropped me a note, gave me the link for this brand new song that just came out, and said they're hoping to do a U.S. leg of the tour after the New Year. So I'm really kind of looking forward to concerts after the New Year. I'm going to have, hopefully, Rob Morgenstein with Jazz is Dead and Megadeth, two bands that absolutely have nothing in common other than the fact... That They're very good musicians, and I like playing shredders, and I'm going to tell you something. If this song doesn't get the needle above 7,000 RPMs on your car, then you really do need to take it, okay, to Precision Auto Works, because something's fucking wrong with it, okay? Brand new Megadeth, hot off the presses, it's the drive groove of the day on SoFoRadio.com.
1: Locked away without a key No one will ever miss a menace to society A cross lack like of potential Bad decisions made in fight. A touchy hairpin trigger And such wasted life Broken family, fighting against your failure and living on its knees. Guilty of a crime of nonconformity. A hanging judge and jury.
3: classic rock and roll, the was way it was meant to be. CCR, Clean Career, wrote a revival from their very first album from 1968, Working Man. Just goes to show you Fogarty, who got ripped off by the owners of the fantasy record label uh, for all the songs he wrote. I mean, that's a man who wrote some songs. That guy's, that's a songwriter, musician. He's the all-around guy, okay? The, the list of songs that this guy has written that other people have recorded that you think are great and don't realize that he wrote is... Long, it's like a jacket, three inches freaking thick. So uh, he, the boy can also handle his axe too. You know, he's a good guitar player. Before that, Greg Howe doing Giant Steps. That's actually a John Coltrane song. It is from an album uh, from 2004 called Giant Steps in Fusion Guitar. This is another one of those, uh, co- you know, collection albums. With it, it's got ten different guitar players doing various songs on it. So that's called Giant Steps Infusion Guitar. There's some great people in that. Becker's on it. Uh, There's just a lot of all the guitar players you'd think. um, uh, Frank Gambali is on it. I believe Steve Lukather from Toto is on that. So there's some really, really good guitar in that. Before that, you know how much we love this. Yes. Jerry Reed and Chet Atkins doing... Uh, Jerry's what is it called Jerry's something or other yeah Jerry's Jerry's kids. breakdown <laughs> Jerry Reed is the guy from the uh, Smokey and the Bandit movies right. who was the truck driver and most people don't know what a fabulous flat picker uh-huh. this guy is big 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 shout out on this one to Dave Dubay who posted that song on Facebook I've I listened to it I'm like that's getting played that's awesome. getting played it's getting played Okay. First things first, Chet Atkins. Hard to go wrong if you're if you're into guitar. It's like Wes Montgomery. There is no bad Wes Montgomery out there if you're if you're a guitar fan. Chet Atkins, same thing. Fabulous little D. That is actually from Jerry Reed at his own show. He had like one of those variety shows thing. And there's a bunch of great clips of him doing. uh, There's another one with. There's I think there's one or two more with him and Chet Atkins. All of which is worth spending a little time on YouTube and digging up. None of none of the songs are longer than three minutes. They're all fantastic. And he had like, I believe, a year or two run and he had some terrific, terrific musicians come on because they all recognized him as somebody, you know, it's not going on a Donnie and Marie Osmond, man. You're going on with a guy who is a fantastic musician. Hey, what's wrong with Donnie and Marie? Hey, yeah. You know <laughs> He's a little bit rock and roll, and she's a little bit 50 pounds overweight. Never mind. Kicking off that set, Megadeth. Fatal Illusion, brand new, uh, Megadethier than ever. My favorite chunk rock band of all that. That that is just Chunky Chunkerson right there. That is, I just love that stuff. Um, You know, I, I may have gotten in trouble because I said, I love this song. Not as much as Train of Consequences, which I played on my very first show. But I really do like it. Maybe it'll grow on me. But that's that's a red line special right there. If you're driving in your car and that doesn't make you break the speed limit, I just don't know what will. Really. You could be driving a Prius and do 95 with that song in the the CD player. Still more stuff to get to. I have been given permission by Los Giorges to give the Grooveteers extra groove this week. And I'm going to tell you why after the next set, before I say goodbye, there's a particular reason why I wanted to tack on an extra song. It's important stuff. For right now, though, I've got just a, a little bit more groove for you. got a couple of songs. Here's a band I discovered, once again, totally by accident, out of England. They're called the Haggis Horns. The Haggis... Can't wait. Haggis Horns. And they've got a bunch of stuff out that's pretty cool. And so I put that back-to-back with a song... That my man George and I both love this yeah. band. And there's it's Sweet is gonna be the second song in this. Love is Like Oxygen. And for all you uh hey, I didn't know that stuff because George, who's a big fan of Sweet, yeah, didn't know didn't it. Know. And I didn't know this until I looked it up. The song Love Is Like Oxygen is really their first hit song. Um, that's it's off their first album, Level Headed. So that came out before Ballroom Blitz and
4: Little Willie, Little Willie and uh, Fox, on the, Fox run. on the Run.
3: Okay, all those songs. This song was written, co-written by their guitar player, uh, Andy Scott, and a guy named Trevor Griffin, who was a roadie slash engineer for the band. He had been in a bunch of failed other bands and then wound up getting hooked up with Sweet when they started as an engineer, and he co-wrote this song. He's not in the band, but it's like, you know, it's our favorite song, and of course, we don't do radio edits, which is why we better get to some music. Haggis Horns and Sweet on the Groove Don on Sofloradio.com.
2: It tastes so sweet
3: Yeah, sweet. We do the ra- we do not do radio versions here. Myself and George have just been freaking out this no. song. We both
4: we, love. We sweet. do the radio per version.
3: We do, yeah, we love this song. We've been dancing around the studio here. Every drum intro, we know yeah. we know literally every nuance of that yeah, song.
4: Even kazoo accompaniments.
3: The kazoo accompaniment. <laughs> we love that. Hey, I have been given permission for extra groove. We got about ten minutes of extra groove. But there's a very good reason for it. That was sweet. Sixty-eight. Uh, excuse me, from, uh, from 1978, excuse me, 1978, whoops, uh, doing, uh, Love is Like Oxygen, before that, the Haggis Horns out of England doing Hot Damn, they're a British band, that's from their first CD from, uh, 2007 by the same name, Hot Damn. Before I leave, I want to talk about a guy named Wilton Felder, um... The music in the background right now, Root Down, done by Jimmy Smith. This is a live recording from 1972. Wilton Felder is playing bass on this. Last week, Grant Green doing Jan Jan. Wilton Felder played bass on that. Wilton Felder is one of the original founding members of a band called The Jazz Crusaders, who went on to become the Crusaders. And they this is the guy who also played some of the other songs that I've played in the past that okay, Suggy Otis. Shooky Otis when he was 18 played guitar for Frank Zappa on Peaches on Regalia on Hot Raps. On his first solo album, Here Comes Shuggy Otis. Yeah, bass by Wilton Felder, pal. Not only that, but in the band The Crusaders, on they have a number of songs uh, from the album. I'm playing I'm going to be playing a track um, from the album uh, uh, Stop and Buck Dance. But um, there's another song on that album called The Wells Gone Dry. Also sampled by the Beastie Boys. Wilton Felder bass and saxophone on that. Wilton Felder passed away uh, on September 27th. Did not get a lot of, you know, people on Facebook going, oh, what a bummer. and, and, and Because very few people know who, who he is. But everybody knows this guy's music. Everybody knows. This guy has literally managed to play bass on some of the coolest tracks ever recorded. You know, and he's been at it for—he was at it literally for fifty years. His um, discography is uh, certainly something to be marvelled at. So, while I had intended to finish off the show simply with Brian Ferry, I'm adding in a Crusaders song called "Stop Bucking Dance" from their 1974 album *Southern Comfort*, which has the best lineup of the band. It's got Joe Sample, um, and it's also got Larry Carlton. On guitar, Tie-in there, Larry Carlton did the solo for Steely Dan on Kid Charlemagne. Played a little Steely Dan earlier. That was named one of the ten best crafted rock guitar solos ever by Rolling Stone Magazine, or of the 20th century by Rolling Stone Magazine. Because, you know, Steely Dan's so anal retentive. I have a uh, outtakes from uh, Katie Lide. Where you can hear them playing the song and then they stop and you hear in the background Walter Becker, or Donald Fagen going, okay, let's, let's try it again, but with the other solo. Like they literally wrote five solos for every song because they just couldn't get it right. And by that point, they weren't even in the same studio anymore. One of them was in Hawaii, one was in New York, and they would literally get people from all over the world. So you look at the people who played on the album, it's like 50 people because they got one person to do one little thing. So-and-so does tambourine. Only one, he's only the first tambourine player on track one. They had to bring in somebody special for the second tambourine solo. You know, that's the way Steely Dan was. In any event, that's the tie in. Wilton Felder is somebody um, that you should look up if you don't know who he is. uh, This is a guy who has participated in some of the grooviest stuff ever, man. I mean, just. He's really, and I didn't know it until I realized that so much of the background music that I've been playing. Has him on bass. I didn't even know that until I did the research and realized I've been playing him all along. I knew who he was. I went through the the phase with like the Crusaders and Spyro Gyra and Weather Report. I did that in college. I went through that phase in college, and so that's when I got into these guys. And um, you know, it's a real big loss in the jazz world, the funk world, the soul world. He has done work. This is a guy who played the bass. He was one of the guys that got brought in with. To do the Motown work when Motown moved to Los Angeles, played bass on the Jackson Five. Stop the love, you say maybe. Played song. bass on that. Like I told you, this guy has played bass on at least half a dozen songs you love, and you just didn't know it was him. He did stuff on a lot of Jackson Five. The rundown of people this guy's played with in the songs. I promise you, there's at least five songs in there that are in constant rotation when your iPod or whatever the hell kids use these days to play music. Okay, Their phones. Your phone, right. <laughs> it's in constant rotation in my, my 45 jukebox, my whirlitzer. In <laughs> <laughs> any event, a great show. Mucho mahalo to everybody tuning in. Obviously, you're going to be able to download it later. We'll be posting everything. Every song I have ever recorded can be seen at SoFloRadio.com. Click on Tony C's Groovathon. You'll know what I played. And if you listen to the show, you'll know why I played it. Coming up, the last two songs are going to be Brian Ferry, because I went through a Brian Ferry thing the other day. I, you know, and I found a number of songs I wanted to play. I picked out Sensation from Boys and Girls. Brian Ferry, one of the coolest people to ever walk the planet, just from a... He's just cool. Absolutely. He's just, he's he's literally, he was Rico Suave before people knew what Rico Suave was. He Him and David Bowie invented Rico Suave. Yeah. Weirdly, but they did invent Rico Suave. You know, I saw, I think my mother showed me this thing from like, England's version of, uh, good housekeeping or better homes and gardens, and had a whole thing about his estate. And he's dressed up and it's so beautifully appointed, and it's like, this is the same guy that like, you know, had an eye patch and naked chicks on the front of all of his albums when he was with Roxy Music. So, you know, far freaking out, as always, for both myself and George, I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to come back next week. I'm going to try and do the exact same thing again. I'm also going to try and put together a two-hour set that can be played at some point during the week of a lot of the music I played in the background. People have asked me about it. What is this band? I've got New Master Sounds, Grant Green, Jimmy Smith. I've got a whole bunch of other stuff, and I get to play the full versions of them. There are some of them are 11 minutes long. It's jazzy stuff that's all been resampled. Um, these are the bands the Beastie Boys got into these are the bands Jungle Brothers got into The Public Enemy got into they listened to all this stuff and it's really good music and they didn't sample it because it sucked folks they sampled it because these guys had the groove before people knew what groove was you know these were the guys that invented the groove so I'm going to put something like that together for all the groove of tears but you know what as of now I've got two songs for you Brian Ferry and then the Crusaders for both myself and Los Georges As always, an attitude of gratitude, it's aloha. Peace. Good night, Mom.